0: Michael Govier, and welcome to the First Day Pod. Join my co host Leanne Hello and myself as we talk about mental health. That's what the show's all about addiction and everything mental health, with wisdom, empowerment, and education being the end result of each show. It's Mental Health Awareness Month, so we're diving into mental health as per usual, looking for ways to ease the struggle, the frustrations, and the pain that comes with everyday living. No one is immune, but some people handle it better than others because they were given the coping skills to do so. On this show, we'll talk about communication styles, assertive versus aggressive, passive aggressiveness, and accepting your feelings out loud. We hope you enjoy the show, and don't forget it's Mental Health Awareness Month, so do whatever you can to help somebody else, a loved one, a friend, and especially yourself. Now it's time for the first day pod. Greetings and salutations. Welcome into the first day podcast. My name is Michael Gobier, G-O-V-I-A-S and Victor I-E-R. My co-host, Leanne. Hello, beautiful Canadian woman. Very powerful, strong, filled with tremendous pride, and a pleasure to be here. Am I wrong, Leanne?
1: Uh, no, that was great. <laughs> How are you? Fun? It was just funny. Why didn't you spell my name? My last name. (laughs) (laughs) H-E-L-L-O? Yeah.
0: It's a tough one. You're right. It's not easy. It's true. I I should be more respectful of that. (laughs) I apologize. But hey, it's the first day podcast, and we're all about apologies and, you know, making life better for ourselves one day at a time, learning something from others. Maybe you, maybe me, maybe Leanne's got something to offer, or maybe somebody out there, one of you. Watching the show in real time has something to share that could enlighten us, give us some wisdom, and empower us to a better day tomorrow. It's possible, and I know it's true. And even though there are tough times, those are the ones that make the sweeter ones all that much richer. Am I wrong?
1: That's beautiful.
0: Oh, thanks. Well, I just thought of it. I love it. So what what do we got going on? Uh, How's the book club going?
1: Book club's going good. We are just finishing up... um, green lights so we have this book
0: green lights
1: yep last two um parts he calls them parts not chapters um so that is monday night at eight o'clock eastern time so if you want to come in um just dm us and then we'll give you the link and it's an hour and um even if you haven't read it but you kind of want to just see what the book club's all about you can just let me know um that you kind of want to what is it like audit it i guess is what it would be called Um, And you don't have to participate. And then next week, we are starting. I'm really excited. I already started the book. Um, Wayne Dyer. You'll see it when you believe it. So we're starting that next week. Like a week from tomorrow.
0: What's that book about?
1: Um, It's all about making sure that you believe um, in um, like your future and believing um, that you're going to be able to be the success that you want, to be the light, to be the love, to be the um all of that for personal transformation. And the old saying, right, is you'll you'll believe it when you see it, but that's kind of backward thinking. So uh, yeah, I'm really excited about it. Yay!
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, I am excited too. It's great to be here. First day pod at com is our email address. First day pod. On Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. We're everywhere. First day pod. And it's Mental Health Awareness Month. Isn't that fun? I love it. I I think it's very exciting. I think there is so much to cover. So simple at times life can be, but then so complicated at other moments. And that's why we have some great resources right here below it says some great resources <laughs> mhanational.org MHA national that's the mental health institute no yeah. mental health association
1: uh america mental health mental health america they're the ones that actually started the um mental health awareness month back in 49 i think yeah
0: oh yeah it's been around it's, that long i would have no idea
1: yeah yeah and then it's been um around that
0: long a long Weird.
1: time a long time. You'd think we'd be a lot further along, but, um, and they have a theme every year for the month. And this year, their theme is tools for, um, tools to thrive with a focus on helping you find healthy ways to cope with stress. So if you go to their website, they have a ton of resources right on the first page. Um, and then you can, you know, sign up, to get the rest of them. And I signed up. You'll just get one email and they actually ask you, do you want more emails like on a newsletter? So if you sign up for these tools, you can just say no and not get anything else from them. So I suggest you do that. The other one is um, WindsorEssex.cmha. So the Canadian Mental Health Association, our branch. Um, They have a ton of resources as well. And I wanted to bring up, they have... It was so interesting. I went for a walk um, with a girlfriend of mine that I haven't seen since grade school. And I Mm -hmm. went with her on Friday. And she's like, the hill by Little River, do they still call it Suicide Hill? And I was like, oh, my God. Good question. I have no idea. We'll have to go and figure that out. So we went by there. We couldn't see any signs. And um, then I saw on the Internet today that they actually have a – It's called the Community Engagement Renaming of Suicide Hill uh, Contest. So if you go to um, CMHA's website there, you can actually um, put in a name request to have this changed. And then I think it's, let me see, I got the information. Uh, They're taking suggestions until June 18th, and then they're going to pick the top five and put it out on social media to get it renamed. So it's all in, Yay! yeah, because words matter. So they just want to combat, yeah. So they want to combat the stigma related to suicide, which I thought was, I was I was surprised that it was still called that. I thought like just people that knew of it from back in the day called it that. But um, so, yeah, so they're taking initiatives there. And then Banna.ca, we had Banna on um, a little while back. And they have a ton of resources, but if you haven't been there recently, they have an actual page that's called um, Be Kind, so slash Be Kind, and it's a ton of resources for um, your mental health and um, tools to help you thrive in this time. So, yeah, it's a lot that's, out there. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic.
0: Yeah, I'm so happy to hear that. And this is why we do the show, so we can learn from others and hopefully improve on situations that need a little bit of work, like Suicide Hill gotta go we can do mm-hmm. better than that yeah right? absolutely
1: absolutely absolutely so i thought that was really really nice yay yeah,
0: so, yeah uh, so mental health awareness month what does it mean to you leanne
1: well i actually so i think it's wonderful it's like the majority of awareness months that it should be all year round but What's interesting is I used to think that it was in October, so I was doing research to see if they switched it, and it looks like it's both months, so I don't know. Like Canada celebrates it in October and in May, I think, so if any of you guys are listening and you you know that that's actually wrong information that I'm giving right now, please let me know, Um, but it looks like we celebrate, or we, I guess, celebrate um, it both months. Yeah, so um, yeah, I think... I think it's wonderful to be able to have the awareness um, just like anything when it should be all year round. But having the focus for one month, um, there's so many distractions that this just ends up allowing everybody to kind of have a focus, zero in on it, get tools, um, try to figure out and then realize that you're not alone. You know?
0: Yes. I'm so glad we're not alone.
1: We're together. Yeah, we are. Sort of. (laughs) Kind of. We're together on the screen. Yeah. yeah. Everybody gets to see our relationship. This is our relationship.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. There's not a lot else to it, really. You're yeah. getting the full, full scope of it right now. But yep. yeah, Mental Health Awareness Month is great. I'm glad it exists. Uh, but mental health is 24-7, seven days a year. You know, there's no seven days a year. Well, seven more days than seven
1: days. They're trying to get it up to 30, I guess, with this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, they are. But actually, uh, there's a few people this week that were expressing mental health issues online, like our old pal Joe. Joe was on the show about six weeks ago. Remember mm, Joe? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. He, remember his story?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah, he shared it with us on here. And shout out to Joe. Joe, you're our guy. Hey and I, I text Joe when I can, and he texts me back. So we have a nice How's little back and forth going there. Oh, you know, he's he's doing well. But uh, he had a, an episode the other day because he came home. And nobody was home, so he oh. he went around and checked every room in the house and turned yep. all the lights on. And he had a panic attack, so. oh. and he was like ripping himself online on Twitter. He's like, "I wish I didn't have to do this, but I, I understand what he means by that. Like, it sucks that that's part of his existence because Joe went through some really hardcore uh, traumatic break-ins, yeah. like a flat-out break-in, had a gun pointed at, like it was horrible, like full-on assaults here. So. Mm-hmm. There's stuff in Joe's past that he shared on the show. It's no secret Mm
1: -hmm.
0: that would lead him to come home to an empty house. I assume he lives with other people like roommates and stuff. So Mm -hmm. it was very uncomfortable for him. But I texted him and I tried to minimize it. Only I didn't try to minimize. I just tried to let him know that, hey, man, you know, at least you're aware of it. And Mm -hmm. don't be hard on yourself because you can't come home and just be totally relaxed. At least you understand why it's happening. It's not a mystery. You're not totally lost. So there's still benefits to it, even though it's, you know, it's frustrating for him.
1: Yeah. And especially like going through therapy and thinking that you're, and that's one of the things with this is that it's not a, it's not a broken bone that after you're healed, you're healed. Um, Mm -hmm. It's a healing that will, I was just talking to that, the girlfriend, um, hi Nina, the girlfriend that I was talking to on uh, Friday. We were talking about that about how it doesn't matter how much we think we've healed from certain things there's just there can be a smell or there could be i mean his is very specific um but that it'll come back even though you think that you're you're okay and then um you know we're just not so uh i did a uh, there was on i think it was yeah it was a canadian mental health association they on their blog um, at the beginning of this month they had an uh, an article and it was called for Mental Health Week name how you feel don't numb it and I read the article and then it got me like kind of rabbit holed into some other things and it was really interesting it was talking about how there's been studies that when you're really like um, afraid of things or when you're feeling certain things. There's the school of thought of, well, just try to make it like it's better. Like try to like minimize it and make it like it's not as bad. And so it won't be so scary. And the studies are showing, and you probably already know this, Mike, um, the studies are showing that by naming it, naming um, what you're fearful of, naming um, your feelings, that you're scared, that you're anxious, that you're sad,, um, Naming it actually takes the power away from it and it can allow you to, um, go through those emotions and almost come out the other side, uh, more resilient. And I thought it was really, really interesting. Um, I'll actually, well, right there. So it's, uh, Windsor Essex.cmha.ca mm-hmm. guys. If you guys go to there, you can go to their blog and you can read the article. Um, it was really, really interesting, um, so I'm, I've always been like the, oh, well, if we just like, you know, spin it or reframe it, reframing it does how hal- like does help certain things, but sometimes we just need to like call it out. We don't need to sit in it, but we do need to call out our feelings because they are okay to feel.
0: That much is so true. I mean, it's one thing to call out your feelings. is another thing to. Live in it. No, just to, I mean, to. If your feelings are something that could actively be adjusted or evaluated and worked on, um, that is a challenge for some people. You know, how do you get out of a specific feeling that you don't like feeling? So how do you fix it? And, you know, fixing is a terrible word, I think, when Mm -hmm. it comes to mental health. Fixing is bad. Coping, understanding, and strategic understanding. Solutions that are going to help you live in they're going to help you identify things that you have going on, whether it's anxiety, depression, and once you have that identity, then you know what it is. Mm-hmm. And if you could talk to someone about it, a mental health therapist, of course, psychologist, psychiatrist, a buddy, anybody, you know, those are the moments where you can keep it in front of you more often. You know, if you live in denial or try to ignore things, I mean, people, a lot of people live that way and they live their whole lives that way. So, you know, it's possible. I don't, I don't want to live like that. I don't want to live in denial. <laughs> I don't want to ignore my thoughts and feelings. Do you, Leanne?
1: Well, that's the thing is that, um, if you would have asked me this two years ago, I'd have been like, of course, why yeah. wouldn't I? It's great. Just ignore it and it will go away. And so I, yeah. And to an extent it is to an extent it is. Um, but now I'm really realizing through this pandemic and through living a life with you, because I am I need to speak my feelings with you, which is wonderful. It's one of the, the greatest gifts that I've had in our relationship.
0: Because um, the greatest gift of all is loving you.
1: Now they really get to see a relationship. I love this part of her of our time together. Um, so yeah, so there is a part of, um, understanding where you came from, understanding the, the things that have happened to you. Um, and I do agree with reframing. I do agree with rewriting your story because sometimes the story that we have has, um, we've not twisted it, but we've said it so many times, it almost becomes um, the telephone game sometimes that we, you know, um, and so we can reframe it. uh, But I've pushed so many things down thinking that it's going to be fine. And through my 20s, uh, you know, you think it's okay. And what's interesting is I was with Again, this girlfriend on Friday, you can tell I haven't been out with very many people. So this was like a big thing for me. Yeah. But but what was interesting, we didn't even see each other through high school. So we had like a four hour walk and we both caught each other up on like 30 years, like I think 28
0: years. A four and hour I, walk?
1: Yeah. And my foot's fine. Okay. Yeah.
0: I don't even think about that. That's just a long ass time to walk.
1: Yeah. We just couldn't stop. It was like we... It was just wonderful. We thought it was just going to be like an hour and then it just turned into, oh, you want to turn there? Let's go there. And then we just kept talking. So um, we, what was interesting is when you catch up with somebody that you're catching up on your entire adulthood, um, I really saw how a lot of these things that I pushed down through the years that I thought didn't affect me actually very much affected decisions that I made because now in retrospect, I'm looking, and I'm like, man, I never would have made those decisions had I just handled issues when they happened. Um, certain things with relationships and certain things with, I just didn't handle things. I pushed it aside and then moved on to the next thing, but I, uh, subconsciously brought those things with me and, um, <laughs> It's just – it's fascinating. So, yes, I uh, I do not agree anymore about pushing things down and pretending that everything's okay. We do need to talk. And you need to talk to a um, – yes, having a buddy is nice, and it's a good stepping stone, and it's a good start. But there is nothing like talking to a professional that can see what you're saying even without you saying it. Do you know what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. a big – Part of it because we aren't taught how to express ourselves. However, these professionals are taught how to listen um to these things, and I think that's huge. And friends can be compassionate, but they don't have the skills to be able to help us out of things like this.
0: Absolutely, positive, absolutely, positive, absolutely positively. How do they say it? Absolutely positively.
1: Yeah, I've never heard either one of those, but they both sound wonderful.
0: (laughs) Positively. Anyways, Ed is here. Hi, Ed. Hey, Ed. Ed is a regular part of our podcast. In fact, he even gives us opinions on past episodes in our book club on Monday nights. So if you want to come to the book club, talk about the podcast or the book, you could do both or you could just sit in silence and listen. It's really up to you. Like most things, it is what you make of it. I know it's simple, but it's true. Amen, yeah. Ed says, facing my feelings has helped me. I have learned the more I fight them or judge myself for my feelings, the longer they last. Plus, I feel more pain. But when I acknowledge them, I realize they are always temporary. I've never died from a feeling. I have also learned that all my feelings have a purpose. They all provide me with necessary information or guidance.
1: That is wonderful. Thank you. And that is the show. Goodbye, everybody. We'll see you next week.
0: OK, bye bye.
1: That was wonderful.
0: Yeah, it yeah. well, was a beautiful summation of Ed's own experience with his feelings. Mm-hmm. Facing his feelings helped him. He literally just said that. Look, it says right there in the text. Facing my feelings helped me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Ed, you know, Ed is not so, I mean, Ed, you're great, but he's not some like superhuman being who's only capable of facing his feelings. As opposed to other humans, he's Ed's just like everybody else. He's Ed's had trauma and pain and a lot of, yeah, painful days. Sure, I've had all those too, Ed. But what you're doing, Ed, is facing into it, and I'm, I try to do that too. I no, it's sorry if I said too much. No, Ed, that's ridiculous. What? It's ridiculous that you said sorry. That's I was,
1: so. <laughs> no, I just meant that like we can't say anything better than what you just said. That was wonderful.
0: <laughs> right. That's <laughs> what I meant. You. Yeah. yeah. And Ed is facing feelings as opposed to hiding and ignoring them or doing other things that are negative to his overall bottom line. So Ed is in the right direction. Mm -hmm. And you could be in the right direction. I could be in the right direction. Leanne could be in the right direction. What is the right direction? There is no right direction, but there is a better way forward for me, and that is to be honest about what I'm feeling, share it with others, and be ready to... Listen to how other people feel about that. Leanne says, yes, you can use mental health professionals. And yes, you should. You know, Everything you hear on this show is just our opinions and thoughts. Mm-hmm. We're just two regular people. But professionals are trained in a certain way. But you don't need a professional necessarily, to be honest with you. I mean, professional would help, sure. That's obvious. But you could have a pal who could just listen to you. They don't have to give yeah. you the answers of the solutions.
1: That's a good point. Absolutely. That's key. Absolutely. But the the only caveat that I will say with that is that, A, the majority of people don't listen. They, the, the, a lot of people, and I am one of them, and I'm trying to get better, want to help and come from a place of wanting to help. So if you, it, I, I feel like there's, um, uh, I don't know, like, yes. You can talk to friends and I think it's wonderful, but, um, I'll just tell the helpers out there like me that want to give advice. A lot of the time, the best advice that we could give is just to keep our mouth shut and let them talk and just be there to support them. Because we, the only advice that we can give, if we're not trained in it, the only advice that we can give is usually what would help us. And that's not always what will help other people. And when people are sharing their experiences, they're only sharing part of it. Very rarely will we get the whole story. So, really, um, I don't know. I just yes, and and it's funny because I used to be of the frame of mind: you don't need the professional if you have a good support system around you. But the more that I'm realizing how um, just just how much there is to know. And um, about what we're going through, that that I think it's it's very helpful. And I I would really like it if um, I'd really like it if, like, um, GP, (laughs) if going to a therapist was like going to a dentist. Like, if if I'm going to the dentist, you're not going to be like, oh my gosh, are all your teeth falling out? Like, what's wrong? Is it just traumatically bad? You just say, oh okay what, when times your appointment, when are you done? That's it. Now, like when people, people don't even say they're going to see a therapist, but if they do say that they're going to see like somebody like that, then all of a sudden, and not always, but a lot of the time, it's like, Oh, what's going on? You okay? What's, what's happening? Do you need to talk? Yeah, I do. And that's why I'm going to see my gal or I'm going to see my guy or whatever. Like I just, I'm really looking forward to the time where there's there's not that stigma around it that you can just be going for your your own general health because that's what it is. It's our general health.
0: Mm. You're watching and listening to the First Day Podcast. We're here talking about Mental Health Awareness Month and just anything related to mental health. It could be anything you want. If you have questions, comments, or a topic you'd like to discuss, you can throw it in the live stream chat right here. And if you're listening to the podcast... You can hear us. You can hear our voices. Hi. First aid pod at protonmail.com. You can email the show, of course, if you prefer. All of it is up to you at your pleasure. Ed says, it was super helpful when I felt important enough to share what was on my mind. Instead of someone telling me what I needed. When I was important
1: that? enough. Wow. Yeah.
0: He felt important enough to share what was on his mind. Instead of telling Someone telling him what he needed. So that's a yeah. big moment too. Uh, you have to be the impetus for a lot of the things that happen in your life. Even if all these people want to help, you can have all the support in the world, but you still need to, mm, you got to say the words, you got to write the words down. However it is that you share, you have to make that first move. Somebody could make the first move and then you have to make the return move. You know, it's kind of like chess or checkers. You go, I go, you go, I go. Right? Nice. Yeah, Leanne, we should play checkers.
1: Okay is there a virtual game
0: (laughs) of course there is we used to play virtual chess in the 90s on my dad's computer
1: oh wow Uh,
0: yeah it was called battle chess it was like the coolest thing ever because they would actually fight and it was like wow it was so mind-blowing in 1994 wow but that was a long time ago um what about people you i think people it's one thing for a person to open up themselves but what about people you have a relationship with not just a sexual or romantic one any relationship a friend a loved one family member uh, anybody but you don't know how to communicate with them properly this is where a lot of problems happen I think this is really one of the bigger issues is all of these obstacles or that we either put in front of us or other people put before us or we feel that they put for there's a lot of like oh I feel that you've done this I feel like this or you know but you're not really sure how the other person feels about it, you, you also start to make assumptions. So a lot of assumptions and a lot of unknowns come into these conversations like, oh, I think this person feels this way about me or look what this person said about me when they might not be meant in a certain way. But instead of asking, we start to imagine all of these scenarios in our head. This is a big mental health problem, I think, assuming and fear related to communication.
1: Yeah, no, I completely agree. I completely agree in all of them. And one of the hardest parts is when you're in a long relationship, like with a parent or with a sibling or whatever, we're constantly growing. So every like, you know, seven years, our whole body is changed. And so even our mental, we're, we're constantly evolving. And so the person that you were when you were growing up, is very different than the person you are as an adult now. But a lot of the time when you are dealing with family, you revert back to who those characters were in your younger years. You know, like parents still look at you as the child in all of that. And so um, it's very rare that you can look at the person. Um, what is that? Um, where you just look at somebody for who they are now. Um objectively i guess maybe but not based when you look at somebody and you can look at them for who they are right now not for what they were back in the day there's a word for it i can't think of it anyway it doesn't matter
0: i'm looking at you who you are as who you are today
1: yeah but when you're in a relationship for a long time you and i when we first started dating again back in 2019 i was that was one of the big things: is that I would keep bringing back the last ten years. So I was looking at you, projecting. Uh, no, that's
0: another word.
1: I don't know. It doesn't matter. I don't it's not know what important. the word is. It I doesn't matter. <laughs> oh my gosh, who cares? Yeah, uh, it doesn't matter. All that I'm saying is that you you carry these things of like who you used to be. That's where I'm going into it. So, and and you did the same thing Baggage. with me sure it's not the word i'm looking for but sure no, but yes you're so you're and you did the same thing with me that it was like oh i know where you're headed with this and it was like no nope, i'm not but i would be that was correct that's but
0: you did it more than i did
1: okay you win Yay!
0: <laughs> you guys got that on- this is on tape <laughs>
1: uh, that's funny
0: Ed says, uh, great point. Much better to ask questions in our relationships than assume fear is a big obstacle. But eventually, we need to practice speaking our mind. Ed, you should do your own show. How come Ed doesn't do his own show?
1: Yes. Very,
0: Absolutely. very poignant. Always useful. Yes. Never Absolutely. thought, I mean, never thoughtless. Very full of thought. Except this one, King Me. Which is funny, though. We're <laughs> because, playing checkers.
1: Uh, yeah, chess, ah! yeah, chess,
0: yeah, checkers. Uh, yeah. But when it comes to struggle of communication with others uh passive aggressive is a term that's thrown around a lot Mm. do we really know what that means though
1: no what does it mean i'm asking you no you want me to look it up
0: no i know what it is but by definition it's the fine art of being angry without seeming angry you know Uh so it's like undertones of hidden messages but without saying them directly it I could be, be non-verbal like that. too. It could be it could be body language. You could be doing all these body language things, but then someone asks you, okay, like, oh I'm great.
1: Oh, I'm great. <laughs> yeah, I don't
0: know. Like, I don't know that's how you do that. not
1: what that looks like, but yes, I get what you're saying.
0: <laughs> used to be like that, you said?
1: If you're just watching the pod if you're listening to the podcast, head over to YouTube so you can see his impersonation of what <laughs> passive aggressive. No, I
0: was just like. trying to I was trying to look sad while saying I was great. <laughs> well, oh I don't know. I don't know how to do that. Oh, it's funny.
1: Yeah, so you used I... to be like that. Oh, come on. Of course I was. Yeah. No, I'm serious. I don't now I'll apologize to every boyfriend I've ever had because I feel like I was like the queen of passive aggressive. Yeah. Like pretend oh, like this, nothing. Like
0: this one? Oh okay. All right, great. I'm gonna all right, cool. I gotta go. Uh you have a great night. I right, love you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's a classic. Is that
1: passive aggressive or is that just a skirt in the issues? <laughs> I just like well, to, technically
0: like... it's passive aggressive because you're like, okay, well I gotta go it's because it's right after somebody said something you don't want to talk about. That's yeah. But you know, it's also skirting the issue too. So
1: yeah. Yeah. But I, I would play the whole where something bothers me and I would just be like, Oh no, that's totally fine. And like, you can tell by my face that I'm just like ready to just like rip you apart. But then I'm just like, no, everything's fine. Like just do whatever you want. Like, Hmm. (laughs) so dumb. It's so dumb. Just say I'm hurt. Just if everybody could just say I'm hurt. I'm hurt. It would be helpful. It would be a very helpful thing to say, I think. And people don't say it. I never said it. I'm hurt. Actually, I'm not hurt because we're not our feelings, but I feel hurt. That's what we should be saying. I feel hurt by what you just said because. But we don't do that. We don't do that. Instead, it's just like you say something to me that you probably don't even like you don't even mean anything by and then I listen to it and then because I have self-confidence issues or because I feel guilty about something, then you make the assumptions, you take it personally, you make up this big story. I'm like the most creative person in relationships. It's unbelievable. The stories that I make up about things that I, you guys are saying. Poor Mike. Really? But I'm getting much better at it. Oh. Well, yeah.
0: look. You know, there's...
1: The four agreements always comes back when we're talking about mental health. I'm telling you.
0: Yeah, there it is. This girl he, loves her some four agreements.
1: She does. She's re- true. It is. It is. I ripped out the... Um, I ripped out the like you know the flap from the yeah. book because it summarizes it, and I keep it with me. I read it a couple times a day. I love it.
0: Be integrous with your word. Impeccable. Mm-hmm. Impeccable. Yeah, that's, <laughs> integrous. Be no. impeccable with your word. Mm-hmm. That covers all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That way you don't have any confusion. You can go up to somebody that you're struggling to communicate with Or that you think, the worst thing is you can think there's something wrong and then there's nothing wrong. And then you can let a whole world build up in your mind. How many people out there that are listening to this or watching this have let things build up in your mind to a point that they were far from the actual truth, but you were too afraid or too proud to ask? (laughs) Yeah, I've totally done that. Mm -hmm. I have let things run wild in my imagination in a lot of my life. When I could have saved myself a lot of pain and heartache and stress... If I just would have directly addressed the situation.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. But there's still
0: that fear. People have that fear. Hell. Depending on the person, I'm sure I have that fear still. It's it's out there. Mm-hmm. But even if you have the fear and you're not ready to solve your issue today or to, I'm going to master the art of communication tomorrow. You know, that's a big order. Slow it down. But you can still... Diffuse situations by not engaging and just closing your mouth, not saying something. There's a lot of people who got to get, you know, the last word junkies. They all got to get their last word in. I will have the final say here. I mean, I've seen them on. I don't do that. I don't. That used do that. to be me. She. Well, I, I thought it was, a, it was funny. It was silly because like you <laughs> had to say the last word before we got off the phone. I just thought it was funny.
1: Well, that's cute. Yes, I'll do that. But. I also, in arguments, I would just be like, the argument would be done. And I'd be like, and just so you know, <laughs> and then I would like to skip this one more. Th- Who cares? Yep. Who cares? I heard, well, what is the thing? Um, I care more about my piece than I do about being right. So if you think two plus two is five, then have at it. I'll agree
0: never heard that one
1: yeah i heard that a couple years ago and it has changed me because now i'm just like whenever i hear somebody say something that i just do not agree with instead of me like having that like bubble up where i'm like i need to tell you you're wrong i'm just like two plus two is five that's fine
0: two plus okay. two is four.
1: Oh, for anybody that's listening and doing their math right now it is two plus two is four but i don't need to correct you is all i'm saying
0: yay thank you leanne <laughs> i appreciate that hmm Here's another great point from Ed. Ed is like any other listener or community member. He can comment in the live stream, just like you. You can pop on the YouTube. He's commenting on Facebook Live, but you can do it on YouTube or Twitch even. Another point is we might need to be careful who we share our troubles with. If we keep going on with the same person, they may feel overwhelmed, not able to offer help all the time. That's one reason I feel it's important to seek professional help. Great point. Yeah, this is classic tale. You know, friends can only take you so far. Uh, There's only so much you can even tell a friend when it comes to really personal, private stuff that you don't want to share with anybody else. Yeah, there's a limit. But then at the same time, I've met, I actually literally know somebody. I know people who are afraid to go into a stranger and talk about stuff. They prefer talking about all their real shit with their friends. Like, they're terrified to go in one-on-one with somebody they don't know, who is a licensed professional, by the way. So Hmm. You never know. And that might change. Situ- yeah. yeah. Uh, I, to- I told that person, you know, consider it. It's actually, you know, therapy is a great tool for you to share anything you want to. But this person wants to have a familiarity with the other person so they can feel comfortable, which is something that you can do. You can build a rapport. You know, finding the right counselor is a lot like dating, you know. I remember that. I was trying to find the right counselor in 2013, and I went through a few to try to find the right one until I finally landed on somebody who works for me. Nice. Maureen Lynn Bernard. I wonder if she's out there. Hope you're doing well, Maureen. Look at me, Maureen. I'm doing a show now, and I'm I'm clean from opioids. She'd be so happy right now.
1: Aw. Hi, Maureen. We should have her on the
0: show. God, she'd be a great guest. I wonder if she would come on the show.
1: Okay, if you're listening, please come on the show. Reach out to her. Do you have any contact information for
0: her? Well, I still remember the work phone number, and 248-592. Okay. Anyways, uh, I don't know. She might be retired. She was getting older, so who knows? But... Hmm. But she helped me, you know, and but she didn't save me, and she didn't solve or fix my issues, because that's not how it works. Mm. I went to her a bunch of different times, and we stopped, and we restarted a few times, and I was actively using opioids, and my life was going down and down and down the drain. We kept working at it, but I was being stubborn a lot too, and I would also talk. I wanted to like say, well, what about this? And you know, I wanted to have these debates and conversations with her. But then, you know, one time I just, uh, I just started crying in the middle of the session, and I didn't even know why. And she was shocked by it, which let, which made me realize that I hadn't really shown her any side of me that was like emotional or, you know, uh, sensitive, vulnerable. I hadn't shown any of that. We'd been talking many times before that, so really. Were you guys watching a movie? No, we were doing a therapy session.
1: Wow, counseling.
0: So I know I, I, I talked about that with Alex fast on the Plaza podcast last Wednesday, he's even dead. He's very dead inside and he said he only cries during movies. And even then it's very rare for him to do that. But I told him I cry at movies all the time, but important. That's the only time I cry. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You'll have to like watch a movie right before we get married. So then you can like tear up a little bit at the wedding. Oh, like, come on. oh, so come emotional.
0: On. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, we're never getting married. <laughs>
1: that was funny
0: that's funny those are jokes see you know that's not passive aggressive because we love each other and we communicate with each other irregular i would very much marry leanne and we probably will get married someday so there's the truth now you know
1: that's actually a really good point though too is um we said that we don't want to be that um in that kind of a relationship where we do that kind of Negative, like ah, you better do this or else I'll divorce you. Or you, oh, you better do this or else I'll break up with you. Or like any of that kind of stuff. It's the words that we use, especially with the people we are closest with. We really need to be careful with being well impeccable with our words, saying what we mean and meaning what we say. Absolutely.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. We don't want to make jokes. We don't want to make light of our relationship. We crack jokes and we make fun of ourselves. We're not. We definitely don't take ourselves seriously trust me but <laughs> no. our relationship itself is a unique bond and a special bond we don't want to minimize it by making fun of it or being constantly sarcastic because that's how you slowly get lost i feel like as the years go by then you start having these passive aggressive wait is she being serious what's going on here and you're afraid to ask and next thing you know it's like wow this guy's an asshole and like you know we don't want that to happen at all no we we're trying to keep it straight open communication that's one thing we do very well and we've actively tried to do that but we've also had a lot of experience that we learn from yes each of us
1: mm-hmm.
0: bringing it together but if you're looking for uh you know ways to work with somebody that you're struggling to communicate with here's a few tips so see if there's a pattern you know if you identify a pattern that's like oh i do this and then there's a reaction or uh this person says that and then i react a certain way If you find a pattern, then you can minimize and stop the pattern entirely, especially if it's a negative outcome with communication, right?
1: Beautiful. Mm -hmm.
0: Here's another one. may sound difficult to some, easier to others. Make it clear that it's safe to talk it out. Mm, Huge. Say that directly. (laughs) People are scared that you'll yell at them or reject them or stop loving them or something, but you can just openly say that. Mm-hmm. So it's clear to the other person just in case it wasn't.
1: I feel like another thing that needs to be able to be said is you need to be honest about it. you're not ready to talk about it. So if 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 somebody wants to be talking to you about something and you're just not ready, say, you know what? let me just go gather my thoughts and then I'll come back. Let's do this in an hour. like don't don't skirt it like I used to do and just be like, oh, okay, that's fine let's and not bring it back. But say, you know what, can we just resume this in like half an hour? Or can we just like give me 20 minutes and then walk away and get your thoughts together and come back? Because sometimes it's just hard to to get into that frame of mind to be able to talk about it.
0: Well said, my dear. Uh, uh, next, how about for incurable cases? Validate them. Sometimes it's so ingrained that... <laughs> It becomes just the natural way that all conversations go. Some of you, I know, I have conversations where, yeah, it's just, oh, this is how it's going to go, and this is how we do things. But I've so much, I've very much inside wanted them to change. But it just became a routine with a friend of mine that we would just talk this way over and over and over again, even though I had much more important things I wanted to share with them. You know?
1: So what does the validate part mean? What does it mean? No, not, I know what validate means, but... Explain. Tell me what the thing was again. The actual tip.
0: Well, passive aggressive people they avoid being exposed as a failure. You know, mm. they they'd rather just live and communicate in the way they're doing it. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but if it manifests like uh, where they make themselves the victim, then this puts you in a puts you in a tough spot. You know, because no matter what you do. <laughs> How you present it, they're going to see your attempt to communicate and raise you, you know, to raise up these issues as a deflection and excuse. Like, uh, for example, what? I took the towels out of the dryer just like you asked. You didn't tell me I had to fold them and put them away. You know, this is a, therefore, you can start with empathy. So acknowledge their excuse, even if they're rolling, even if you're rolling your eyes or they're rolling your eyes. Or if you're rolling your eyes internally, it's Mm -hmm. vital to align yourself with them because working against them is bad news, antagonistic. And if you just say instead, I get it, I understand, I hear you, make it clear that you're working together as a team. Yes. But then also hold them accountable.
1: Good point. What does Ed have uh, to say?
0: ed says i understand how about feeling dead inside i was unable to cry when my dad or wife died well there you go but now i actually feel i'm living for the first time in a long time That has a lot to do with recovery from my food addiction hey! <laughs> Bravo, yes. ed. Bravo. i didn't know that he was recovered from food addiction that's amazing
1: yeah, I know he's been people. working
0: on it, but I guess I'm not paying attention, Ed. Sorry, I've been a bad friend, and I apologize. I'll do better. But that's great news. It's fantastic.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's incredible, that man. <sighs>
0: okay. Okay, a couple more things. So, yeah, so yeah. like I said, hold them accountable. Mm-hmm. People who are passive-aggressive that behave the way they do because they get away with it. They get a free okay. pass.
1: Do you have any tips on how, like, okay, so you have somebody in your life that's passive aggressive. Like mm-hmm. let's say, let's say we're in a relationship. Let's pretend that we're in a relationship.
0: <laughs> okay, I'll pretend.
1: Okay. And I'm being passive aggressive with you. Mm-hmm. How do you bring that up to me without me getting defensive?
0: Um this is tricky.
1: <laughs> it's tricky.
0: Well, I mean,
1: however, you actually
0: I think I'll make. I'll talk. I'll. I'll say, hey. I would like to talk this out.
1: Hmm.
0: I feel like, I feel not. I think I feel confused by the way we communicate, and I would like to talk it out with you to make it clear, so I can understand you.
1: Everything's fine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I get it. Yeah, I understand. Right? You say I understand. I hear you. But on my end, everything is not fine because I feel confused, and I'm not sure what I'm, I'm not sure if I'm mistaking the words you're saying or if it's the way you're saying it, but I wanted to make this clear out loud so that we could at least talk about it, and I'm not blaming you, this is, there's no blame here, I just want to let you know if, I want to find out from my end, is there even an issue here, or is this all in my head?
1: Yes, you've said that to me early on in our relationship, like, well, early on in 2.0, and I remember you saying that to me. You're like, because I I think I said something along the lines of, I'm fine. And you're like, well, I'm not. I really, I'm getting confused. I want to just discuss. You did say that. And it was helpful to me because then I went into wanting to help you, even though it was like my issue. It was fascinating. It oh. diffused it right away. It does work. You're right.
0: Well, I remember the therapist I worked with last year, it was temporary because we were doing a study. Um, but she did help me. She was great. She talked about the difference between aggressive and assertive, and that's also another big difference in communication there You might think there's not much of a difference, but there is, and people will notice that on the other side of the words or the vibes you're giving off, however it is you know
1: mm-hmm.
0: so I think and so what's the big that-
1: what's the big difference you think between the two? Coming from a place of love and compassion, compared to is that kind of
0: Uh, aggressive communication? Is all about you. You know, you're if you're aggressively communicating, you're being really selfish in your own desires and needs, and you're not focusing on the outside, everybody else. Even if you even if you had intentions to do so, the way you speak and the way you act, they will dictate how things come off. Even if you love the people you're talking to, but you're doing it in an aggressive way, it'll come off that way to them, and they'll feel bullied or ignored. And with assertive communication, you can emphasize the importance of everybody's needs, not just your own. So it, that's all it is. It's it's a fine line of are you being, are you communicating in a selfish way which you don't even realize, or are you stepping over that line and bringing everybody's needs into the communication, including your own, not dismissing your own needs. Yeah. But you're bringing everybody into it beautiful and that's all it is whether yeah. it said i don't care what you want <laughs> you could say i do care what you want but you know you don't have to yell either way that's just
1: I say i'm sure there's part of that that could i do down. care what you
0: want but i don't know how to communicate <laughs> yes.
1: something
0: like that so
1: Oh man! Even though I don't want kids, somehow I kind of a little bit do just to see you as a dad. I think you'd be a great dad.
0: <laughs> you get out here right now. You count to three. I'm not kidding.
1: I just wouldn't be a good mom because I'd be laughing all the time that you're disciplining our children. Oh,
0: so. no, that would be good because that would make everybody feel more comfortable. They would know it was always a joke. So.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it would undermine my authority. It'd be we'd be great parents. <laughs>
1: Yeah, probably good. <laughs> probably good that we're not doing that. Um, okay. Are there any more tips there that you've got? Oh, Ed.
0: Oh, that's good. Ed says I don't have the power to change anyone. I can only change how I perceive them. If I can accept who they are, then I will listen to them differently. Bada boom, bada bing. Love it.
1: Love it's it. a wonderful thing. Love it. Love it. Love it.
0: There it is. Well, I think we've done a fine show here. We tried to talk about mental health awareness. We tried to share. Some viewpoints, some tips on communication. Think about that aggressive versus assertive thing. It's a really universal issue, regardless of whatever language you speak, even mm-hmm. if it's sign language. It's all out there, trust me. And <laughs> we could all, I won't say we could all. I know that I can always work on improving my communication skills, so I'm going to keep trying to do that. What about you, Leanne?
1: Yeah, me too. I, um, I, I want you guys to look at these these resources that we have here we have no affiliation with them it's not a matter of us like plugging anything but they were really fascinating when i went through quite a few of them um and i'd encourage you because we have control over how we spend our time and yeah. what we fill our mind with and um by nature, we are very curious people. And so that's why Facebook, Instagram, all of it is very um, addictive because you're curious. So you're constantly like going and you're looking and you're doing and you're reading and you're getting absorbed with all this kind of stuff. So these resources... Get curious in those. Go there and get lost for an hour or two and read those articles. And what's cool is like you'll get one article and then go to the bottom where it says here, this was based off of this article and you can go to another one and get lost in that. I encourage you just to try it because it'll be fascinating, the things that you'll learn. And um yeah, there's just there's a lot of goodness in there. So maybe when you're you're looking to do your social media and all that kind of stuff, kind of start in those websites first. Yeah.
0: Fantastic. Good job. That is what the show is all about: good times and noodle salad. And <laughs> next week we're going to have on Bryce Weiler. Bryce is working with uh, baseball and also other organizations to improve disabilities access for those that are living with disabilities so yes, he himself is uh he's blind so
1: he's a blind sports analyst yeah fascinating i was talking to him today and he's he's the co-founder of uh it's called the beautiful lives project so Mm -hmm. he's ever oh my gosh it is gonna you guys have to come to the show next week it is going to be so good i can't wait to talk to this guy
0: You got to pump it more. If you want to sell it more, you guys got to come next week. It's going to be amazing. There we go. Yes. You don't (laughs) want to miss next week's show. We're going to have a great time with Bryce Weiler. Please follow Bryce on Twitter. It's at Bryce Weiler. So that's B-R-Y-C-E-W-E-I-L-E-R. Check him out. He's doing great work. He's trying to make a difference in... He's also a pretty straightforward guy. I respect him. I talked to him on the phone earlier this week. And we're looking forward to having him on the show, and I think he'll be a great interview, and we'll learn something from him. And if mm-hmm. we don't, then uh, our communication skills are to be blamed because we <laughs> yes. probably were being too aggressive as opposed to being assertive enough, you know? <laughs> yes. I'm telling you, that could happen. Yes. And, of course, Book Club, Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Come to Book Club. We'll send you the Zoom link. If you want to join us, everybody's welcome. There's no limit. We'll have 100,000 people if they all show up. You're welcome to come to Book Club anytime you want to. So you can connect with us through DMs or first day pot at And it's that easy. Yeah.
1: You know what else that helps too is if you have a hard time expressing your feelings in like regular relationships with things, this is a really good starting off point because you can express your feelings about a book, but get used to having your thoughts expressed. And so it's kind of a baby step into you know, better communication too. So not to make it like nerdy, but it's exciting. So there's a lot of things that you can get from this book club.
0: No, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. And we hope you all have a wonderful Victorian weekend in Canada. And Victoria next, day. Yeah. Victoria day is tomorrow. Yes. Mm-hmm. I know. So it's Victoria day weekend.
1: Yay. <laughs> is
0: that how they say it?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Just, and, uh, Oh wait, I wanted to say something else before we go. Didn't I do something or? I yeah, uh, I was on a other it's a Cool Canadian guys called uh, oh. Chris and Derek I was on their show this week It's called Pop Goes Your World It's a fun podcast about pop culture stuff They're really cool guys Pop Goes Your World so Check it out I really want them to be exposed more I really enjoyed talking to them They're really cool people Marianne, thank you so much Marianne Walysiak
1: Walisiac, well, that's my
0: aunt Walysiak, Aunt Marianne yeah. So good to meet you, Aunt Marianne I look forward to meeting you in person someday Which we will. You will. One day. Until then, uh, this is the first day pod and Mental Health Awareness Month keeps rolling on. So make sure you guys are taking care of yourself. Connect with us. Ask questions. Connect with somebody. Anybody. Don't let it slide. Don't let it just sit there. Don't let it fester. Let's make it happen. Yay. Okay. I think that's it.
1: Okay. Thanks, guys. We love you. Big hugs. Love you.
0: Oh, wait, wait yeah leanne spoke this week on the yes network please go check it out i'll put the link uh on the i put it on the twitter feed i'll put it up again you guys got to check it out she spoke and it was really really outstanding she put a lot of time and effort into it her speech was good it's about helping people see you know a better way forward in business but it's not just for business people it could be applied to anything okay so it's much much more than that so don't just take it for oh, This it's not for me this is for everybody right yeah. it's just reaching
1: your life's goals without missing out on life it's it's just about it's a really good way to live i think so is it possible absolutely it's possible yeah not the way that we've been taught but there is it is possible so uh,
0: okay well i i think it has to speak for itself so go take the time check out leanne support her Thank put you the Mike. YouTube link right here in the comments so you guys can all have it, and I don't want you guys to miss out on. It. Thank She's you, Mike. Really proud of herself; she put a lot of work into it. Just if you like Leanne, then you're gonna love this speech. So go check it out. <laughs> now you can turn off the show.
1: Thanks, guys. Bye.